0: Well, hello there, friend. Thank you so much for joining us once again here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Greatly appreciate your listenership. If you can't tell by the name, Bible Tract Echoes, we take Bible tracts, gospel tracts, very seriously around here. Of course, the foundational ministry of this radio broadcast is called. Bible Tracks Incorporated. And for over eight decades, we've been printing God's Word in gospel tract form and sending them out around the world. God blessed. We were able to put out over 15 million gospel tracts last year. We surpassed, in the lifetime of our ministry, over 607 million gospel tracts and counting. We're probably over 608 now, but I want to look at the numbers before saying that with any certainty. I have with me in my hand one of our smallest gospel tracks. It's the size of a business card, the size of a credit card. It's called Charge It. Charge It. What does that mean? Well, God has already charged your sins to Christ. You need to admit you're a sinner. You need to realize that There is no hope for your salvation by religion or morality or your works. Titus 3, 5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. Salvation is not of works lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 question for you is, have you accepted Christ? Do you know him as your only Lord and Savior? This gospel tract, it very quickly and very clearly explains your need of a Savior. And Christian friend, this would be a great gospel tract for you to carry with you. Men, it's small enough that it can fit in your wallet. Again, the size of a credit card, the size of a business card, very easy to carry. And it's eye-catching. Because it looks just like a credit card. I use these often when I'm fueling up. And when you're in full-time evangelism and you travel tens of thousands of miles, especially by way of motor home, as we have been the past little while, we visit gas stations often. And when I'm done filling up, I'll take this credit card size gospel tract and I'll slide it in the credit card slot. You know what that means? The next person that comes to get gas, they can't fill up Until they take out that gospel tract. And when people are filling up, they have nothing but time. For those two, three, four, five minutes, they can stand there and they can read the back of this gospel tract, and who knows what God will do through that brief interaction. It's just paper and ink, you say, God's word. Will not return void. How can you get this gospel tract? BibleTracksInc.org, our website. You can order them for free today. We don't require a credit card. We don't require a contract. We don't require you pay for shipping. If you'd like to do any of those things, if you'd like to start giving to our ministry, $5 a month, $10 a month, $100 a month, whatever God lays on your heart, please do so, but it's not a requirement. We want to get Christian workers the tools they need to evangelize a lost and dying world, and this is our way of doing it. BibleTracksInc.org. If you have a question, a comment, a criticism, a concern, text me if you would. We're going to get to the book of Esther in just a moment, Esther chapter four, but you can text me directly. Here's my personal number. Are you ready? 309 316 72 four zero. Again that's three zero nine three one six seven two four zero. We are in Esther chapter four. We asked a pointed question and we are going to get a lot more pointy, a lot more prickly today if you'll allow us. The question is this What will change your mind? What do I mean by that? Well, very quickly for context's sake. Here in Esther chapter 4, we are reminded of a young lady named Esther, queen of the known world, but she still has some limitations on her power because her people, the Jewish people, unbeknownst to her until the beginning of chapter 4, her people are going to be killed because of a decree procured by a hateful man named Haman. There's nothing that can be done to change this except for going to the king himself and asking for it to be overruled, asking for this to be changed. And Esther's the only one that can do it. Mordecai reminds her of this in verse number eight of chapter four. Also, Mordecai, he gave him, Hethak, the he's an intermediary, the messenger that went back and forth, the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him, and to make requests before him for her people. Now you've got to realize this will come as a shock to the king. He, the king, doesn't even know Esther is a Jew. Verse number 11 records her response. She basically says, and I'm paraphrasing that, Mordecai, you know that if I go to the king without being summoned officially, I will be killed unless by some chance, by some mercy, he holds out his golden scepter. She says, but I have not been called at the tail end of verse 11. I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days, but somehow between verse 11 and verse number 16, her mind is changed to her own detriment, to her own potential hurt. She says, fast ye for me in verse 16, neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. I love how she throws that in there. Hey, just a reminder, this is illegal, but I'm going to do it. And if I perish, I perish. Why did Esther change her mind? Well, the first thought that I'd like to bring for us today, she realized it really sunk in. She realized her people were condemned. In verse number eight, Mordecai sent a copy of the decree. She saw with her own eyes, her people We're going to die. Can I tell you, friend, that will wake somebody up. When you realize that there is a decree of destruction, an impending doom coming, and we really, really mentally wrap our minds around that, that will change our minds. But let's talk about why were her people condemned? Well, They were condemned because of who they were, simply for being a Jew. May I back up for just a moment and say this, that there is a race of people today, right now, that are condemned, condemned to an eternity in hell. You say, hold up a moment. Is is it some subset of humanity? Is it some portion? Who who are you speaking to right now? Am I a part of this? Friend, what I'm speaking of, the race of people that is right now condemned to an eternity in damnation in hell, those people are the human race. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight, thankfully god has provided a way of escape but i can tell you friend if you don't accept his free gift of salvation then you and i are condemned simply for being a part of humanity we are all adam and eve's sons and daughters the jews were condemned because of who they were they were also condemned because they had a wicked adversary Who was that? For the Jews, it was Haman. He was a man with nothing but vitriol, nothing but hatred in his life, in his mind towards the Jewish people. Do you realize that you and I also have an enemy? Every single one of us? He goes by various names, Satan, Lucifer, the devil, the prince, and the power of the air. Can I tell you, friend, let me be very blunt with you. The devil doesn't care where he takes you to hell from. What do I mean by that? Our adversary is so wicked, he has no problem with you thinking you're safe. And then when you take your last breath, waking up in the lake of fire. What do you, what do you mean by that, Brother Micah? What are you trying to say? The devil loves taking people to hell from atheist homes people that say, I won't believe. He loves taking people to hell from agnostic homes. He loves taking people to hell from Catholic homes. He loves taking people to hell from Pentecostal homes. You say, are all of those people going to hell? Well, if they don't put their faith and trust in God, then yes. But he also, in this most insidious of all, he loves taking people to hell from Bible believing, church going, hymn singing, Christian homes. Wait a second. I thought if my mom and dad are a Christian, that I'm automatically a Christian, I'm going to heaven. I thought if I go to to, to church regularly, I thought if I attend Sunday school, I thought if my name is on the member rolls at my church, I thought if I bring a covered dish to the potluck, I thought if I put money in the offering plate, that I am exempt from the penalty of hell. Friend, there is one way to heaven and your works won't cut it. The devil loves. I think he gets a special gleam in his eye and a special smirk on his lips when someone from a Christian home darkens the door of eternity without Christ. We have a wicked adversary. May I be blunt with you? Hell isn't a joke. The fires of hell are burning as we speak. You say, it's been a little while since I've heard anyone preach on hell on the radio. To our shame as preachers, I love heaven. I love eternal rewards. I love streets of gold. I love the crystal sea. But I hate knowing that there are people under the sound of my voice that are going to make a decision to go and spend eternity separated from God where the worm dieth not, with the weeping and the wailing and the gnashing of teeth and eternal hellfire because you are too proud to accept Christ as Savior. It bothers me. If I could lash you together and drag you to heaven with me, I would. But friend, you are without Christ condemned, just as those Jews were. But the problem is, it's not your body on the line. It's not the breath in your lungs that's the problem. It's your eternal soul that will suffer. Friend, would you get saved today? If you have a question about what I've said... If you want to yell at me in all caps because you think I've been too harsh, feel free. You can text me. But if you want to get saved, you can text me as well. 309 316 7240. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois 61702.